the ability to help an entrepreneur realize their dreams of starting a business and financial freedoms and, and helping others. Franchising was the perfect vehicle to spread our mission, our vision, and to spread my joy and passion to what we do and helping others. Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hi, and welcome back to the My Future Business Show. It's Rick Nusky here. I hope you're doing really, really well. It's wonderful to have your support for the show. It's making all of the difference at knowing that the show is making a difference for you. Now, speaking about people who are making a difference, recently I spoke with Mr. Jake Rankin, and he is joining us again today on the My Future Business Show to talk about the franchise opportunity with Talem Home Care. So welcome to the show, Jake. Uh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's absolutely wonderful to have you back on the show. Our first call <laughs> was uh, focused on the service side of your organisation, and today we're going to be uh, firstly covering off a little bit about your personal life, then shifting gears into the franchise model for those who are interested in getting involved in that side of your business. So where's home for you? Uh, I currently live in uh, Wisconsin, um, outside of Milwaukee. Now, I know it's fairly cold there. Would that be right? It, um, it can be in the wintertime. It's not yet, but it can be in the wintertime. Yeah. yeah it, it, what, in summertime, does it get, uh, like, reasonably uh, warm? or? Yeah, yeah, I can get, I don't know, it very rarely gets in the hundreds, but it can get in the 90s, and the, it can be some really high humidities as well. So yeah, wow. Well, sticky I, and miserable. Uh, are you a, a cold, <laughs> uh, cold uh, weather fan or a warm weather fan? Uh, I like colder weather. Um uh, by far. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Me too, I'd have to say. Now, uh, we've talked about this earlier in terms of uh, things you like to do when you're not uh, um, working. What's some of the things you enjoy in your personal time? Um, the biggest thing, I think, is spending time with my family. Um, we we like to do some fishing and ice fishing. We, we go to zoos and petting zoos and parks and we we boat we do some boating and four wheel riding and um, just spending time with with my family and particularly time in the outdoors. Uh, we very rarely just sit around the house and you know watch movies or something. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know that uh, we spoke earlier about that uh, refreshing feeling you get when you're out in the open, you, you, the smelling of the yeah. pine and things like that. Tell us a little bit about um, you know that side of the experience for you you know you know when you live in a city you can get really kind of busy and loud and noisy and yeah like you said just getting away in the fresh air and enjoying nature and seeing the deer and the animals and being a part of nature and getting away from the crazy busyness of everybody um that's that's really enjoyable for us do you do you go often how often do you do you happen to get away um, well, we recently bought a cabin in the woods here in uh, Wisconsin, so we we probably get up there about every other weekend or so. Um, and then if we're not up there, then we're here at home doing something. <laughs> doing outside. something. Now, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it seems to me like you have a, a family who really enjoys the um, the outdoors. And um, you know, yeah. what else do you enjoy doing? Do you actually play any sports, or what's that side of your life look like? Um, I used to play a lot of sports. I used to play a lot of 
softball. Um, I used to play a lot of softball. Um, I don't do that as much anymore. I injured myself and oh. had to retire, if you will, from that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I do like watching football. Um, Who's you know, your team? Really Who are you my, following? I'm a Seattle Seahawks fan. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, big big Seattle Seahawks fan. Um, so I think, you know, between between football and really my, my relaxing and hobbies is I love – actually, I, one hobby I like to do is I like to uh, smoke meat. I like to oh. cook and smoke meat in my smoker. Excellent. Does that take yeah. long? I've, I've heard a lot about it, but I've never tried it myself. It depends on what you're making. Yeah, my, you know, my ribs I can do – um, like, I don't know, three and a half hours, four hours. You know, I, the pulled pork takes me about seven to eight hours. And um, here in about two weeks, I'm going to be doing a brisket. That might take me 14. I'm not sure how long that'll take me. 14, You're making me hungry. Hours. You know that, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> this weekend, I'm entering uh, my, my town here is having a festival, which we love going to festivals too. But uh, I'm entering the chili cook-off, which I've had two third place finishes and so i'm hoping to get this year you know better <laughs> so do you uh do you enjoy chili i love making chili yeah i love chili I yeah just, i like cooking i love to cook excellent well. excellent oh you know i i had a friend who gave me a, a hot chili one time and he didn't tell uh -huh. me it was one of the most hottest you can get and he gave me a slither of this thing Oh I, almost, oh. oh, I almost died. It was horrible. It was so hot. <laughs> How do you yeah. deal with that? Do you like the really, really hot stuff? No, no, not not entirely. I like a little bit of heat, but, yeah. you know, I just like, you know, chili con carne, you know, the beans and meat and, you of know, course. the chili. Um, nice and thick and hearty, you know, Very put some nice. cheese and cornbread on it. And <laughs> Very nice. Now, Jake, um, as, a, as a father, you're creating memories for your children, uh, which are vitally important. Uh, I guess, um, are they very similar to your own? And could you share a little bit about your time growing up that you remember fond memories? Yeah, growing up, you know, in Oregon, it's kind of the same thing. We did a lot, spent a lot of time fishing and hunting and spending time in the woods. My my family, my grandparents bought uh, some land when uh, the year I was born, actually, and they spent five summers, them and my dad and my uncle, uh, building a cabin in the woods uh, on a lake. And I remember growing up just spending all my time in the woods there um, as much as I could on the, in the weekends and the, around the summers and with my grandparents and my family. And so, um, you know, that's always been kind of the biggest memories I have. And so that's what I've been trying to do with my family here, which is why my wife and I, you know, we bought this cabin this last December. And um, my oldest son in particular, he is just all things outdoors. Excellent. He just loves it. Anything involved, he's he want, he's there and wants to do it. <laughs> yeah. And he'd be looking to you as a mentor, as you would have been looking to others as you were growing up in your formative years, Jake. I'm wondering if we could maybe touch on uh, people that have helped um, shape you into the to the individual you've become. You know, you know. The, I guess the biggest influences were my dad and my grandmother um, were the, my biggest influences. Although my uncle was the one that encouraged me to get into healthcare years ago, eighteen some years ago. Yep. Wow. Um, <laughs> Tongue flies. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had some in in high school. I made you know became friends with some people, and I just became part of their family, and they really pulled me, you know, and and sculpt you know me into who I am. 
And then professionally, you know, I've had, you know, two really strong mentors, both former bosses of mine that um, just showed me, you know, what it's like and what it means to, to be a leader and to be a manager and, and how to survive and, and be an entrepreneur in this business. Uh, so, yeah, thank you. I, I know that you have a very strong educational background, Jake. I'm wondering before we touch on on the, the yeah. qualifications that you actually hold, um, do you enjoy reading and, and who do you like reading? What type of books? Do you have any books that you're reading? Um, mostly I read business books. Yep. <laughs> no surprises <laughs> yeah. there. <laughs> I think I'm looking at my shelf right now. I've got uh, Traction as a book that I, I I have slated to, to read oh, yes. next, and yep. Um, uh, the wealthy franchise, I think, is sitting over there. Do you like audio books um, at all? You know, I, I haven't. The problem I have is finding time to do it. Yeah, you know, between of work and um, my kids are young. I've got a six and eight year old, and so oh, snaps so away. Every, <laughs> yeah, every every free moment is uh, if I'm not working is daddy. Let's go do something. Oh yes, okay. <laughs> I know you sleep well at night. Yeah, you know, you know, they wake me up at six, and I put them to bed at eight, and by about eight thirty, I'm you know snoring away. I'm so tired by the. Oh, that's day. wonderful. Now, I think it's important for the sake of context, because we are going to be talking about the franchise model, and I think um, your credibility, I guess, behind all of this and and your educational background is is somewhat important. Would you mind sharing a little bit about that with us? Yeah, I've got a, a bachelor's degree in business with a double major. Um, one was marketing, and then the other was uh, um, uh, organizational leadership and behavioral skills. Um, then I went on and got uh, my MBA and a master's in business. Um, and then when I got into healthcare, um, I eventually became a certified senior advisor. Um, that was a very that was a very difficult uh, test to take. It was a lot yeah. of training involved there, mm-hmm. um, but well worth it. Glad I did it. And then when I started um, in the franchising side of uh, to sell franchises, uh, I really wanted to learn more and all I could about it. So um, I went to Georgetown University and I got a certificate in franchise management from Georgetown, um, which I'm you know very proud of that. And then. Um, I also became a certified franchise executive. So the International Franchise Association, which is the largest franchise association in the world, um, I went through their certification program to um, become certified. And I think it's very important for the sake of context so people know who they're dealing with here, obviously. Now, I'd like to know what inspired you to go not only on the service side with Talem Home Care directly, but into the franchise side of business. You know, in, in senior care, you know, I, you know, my my uncle first put the uh, thought in my head about healthcare and senior care, you know, because I was looking for something that uh, had a meaning to what I was doing and yeah. what I was doing before selling cell phones and postage machines and stuff like that. Um, while they were great companies, it just Not didn't have an impact that getting involved in somebody in healthcare does. So. Um, you know, in my college career, I part of what I did is I also was an intern through the SBA, and um, I worked at the Small Business Development Center. They had an office there on campus, and so small business owners would, for free, able, they were able to come in and get free counseling and advice. And so um, the the guy who ran it, he is uh, was then, I think he still is an Oregon State representative, but 
um, he, he allowed me to watch him and, and be part of that process as he coached entrepreneurs. And, um, and so throughout my career, I've always had a passion of that, um, um, helping small business owners and helping people start their businesses. And to the point where at one point in my career, I had a business, um, I had a business doing small business consulting. So, um, I was doing that for a while and, um, one of the owners, one of the, the clients that I had, he wanted to do a non-medical home care company. And so we, um, you know, we eventually made the decision to move forward with that. There was some, some personal dramas in my life. But um, so when we did that, you know, my goal, ultimate goal was to get, get the business started, get it running, put a manager in place. And then I was going to get back to doing my consulting and helping small business owners. And um, somebody, you know, a friend of mine, um, had made the comment, well, if you're looking into franchising, I think franchising is a perfect marriage of your, your two passions. And um, the more I thought about it, um, the more I kind of liked the idea. You know, you know, my talent and skills and passion for senior care um, is definitely there. And then the ability to help an entrepreneur realize their dreams of starting a business and financial freedoms and, and helping others, it, it was a perfect franchising was the perfect vehicle to to spread our mission our vision and to spread my joy and passion to to what we do in, the, in helping others that's excellent um i i wonder if i can just uh, jump in there because i have a question before i forget to ask it in terms yeah. of um and, and we will shift to the actual services and how that becomes involved in the franchise side of it but what is a franchise there'd be some people on the call today may not know too much about it would you mind sharing a little bit about that yeah, franchise essentially is a program and a system that you can buy into um, to help you start a business, particularly if you don't have any experience in that industry. You know, we give you all the training on how to start, open, run, and manage your business, and we give you the forms and the materials and the training. And then part of the franchising is also we, we license and grant you a recurring license to use our name, use our processes, use our differentiators um, uh, as part of that. So um, I think for someone who, you know, and in, in, in they say in franchising, you know, there's, there's studies out there coming out that shows, yeah, if you, you could do it on your own, but the value, the true value behind franchising is being part of a community that has got your back and is going to help push you and guide you and hold you accountable to being better and, and for growth. And so, um, you know, being part of a franchise system helps boost the value of your business, um, but it also helps you, you know, throw ideas. And, and when you get stuck, you know, if you're a mom and pop, you know, you may not know who to turn to or who to trust and getting advice and, and how to manage your business or how to take your business to the next level. You know, being part of a franchise system, you have us as the franchisors, but then you also have the ability to turn to the other franchisees and the other people who are in your shoes, and you can learn the best practices and the tips and better ways to do things. So who would this particular franchise be suited for? Um, it's best suited for, first of all, per, uh, a person with the heart and passion for this industry. You have to have the right attitude. And you really have to get an excitement to helping others and making a difference within your community. Um, if you're if you're just in it to, to to make money, well, yes, you can do that. But 
you're in it just to make money and your heart and passion isn't in, in this, then you may not be a good fit. Yeah. Um, we, we look for individuals who volunteer in the, within the community, but also individuals who, um, I would say, um, they're entrepreneurial at heart. They like to figure things out, but they're not afraid to ask and get help from people as well. Um, um, who are open to following a system, following processes. You know, healthcare, we're very, we can be somewhat regulated. And so you have to be, have strong attention to detail and be willing to follow a process and, um, you know, and be part of a team. Now, I know, um, you know, one of the big things with uh, getting involved as a franchisee is the, the need for help and support. Do you um, provide that or um, do you just give them an online portal to go to? How do you help your franchisees? You know, training and support really is kind of the backbone of our company. Um, traditionally, in the, in the franchise model, I would say I've seen that you know, they basically give you manuals and portal trainings and say, go do it. And um, when I launched as a franchise system, I actually interviewed, I have a lot of friends in the industry, and I interviewed people who bought franchises, and I said, you know, what are what are some things you like and things you didn't like about, you know, the whole process and everything. And yeah. training and support was constantly the biggest thing that we realized. And so, you know, our approach is we don't want necessarily want to be a franchise or we really want to be a partner of yours. We want to be there to help train and support you um, whatever at whatever stage you are in your business. And that training and support is going to be unlimited no matter what. Because um, we And we find that, you know, business owners, while they have, you know, in order to be a, an effective business owner, you're right, you have to have knowledge in everything. But the yeah. truth is nobody has that knowledge. You know, yeah. they're not... They're not attorneys. They're not HR professionals. They're not digital marketing specialists. They're not, you know, insurance specialists. You can't be everything so to everyone, can you? You can't be everything to everyone. You can't know everything. So, our approach is: I've created, you know, we've created a team of subject matter experts that will guide you through everything you might face. And part of that team might be my internal staff, and part of that team team might be some of the vendors and experts that we lean on. Um, yeah, but if you ever have a question on something, you know the answer is I don't know. Figure it out. The answer is going to be um, here's the answer, or here's the resource, or hey, let's get this person involved and let's get that answer together. Do you bring your uh, franchisees together at all to interact as a community? We we definitely try to, yeah, and we we strongly encourage that. Um, you know, we're gonna um, prior to COVID, you know, we were having a lot of. Uh, we were having, you know, yearly conferences and, and meetings in person and trying to get people involved. We're trying to utilize Zoom more and get more um, more involvement uh, through, you know, monthly meetings and getting them to network and work with each other. But that, that ultimately, that is the ultimate goal, yes. Has there been much change in terms of your operations uh, given the, the world that we're currently living in? Um. More Zoom meetings. Um, yeah, yeah. We've actually have learned that majority of the training support we pro provide can be done remotely through sharing screens and Zoom meetings. Because um, we've had to be somewhat creative in in figuring out ways to be that to provide that training support without physically being there. <laughs> yep. Um, that has led to some 
um, online training and portals in our Talon University. Um, and it's led to us creating more and really beefing up our technology infrastructure. Um, so we have more access to KPIs and information and data points so we can support um, our franchisees. This is what I love about what you're doing is um, you're pivoting when you need to, you're innovating just to make sure that you're able yeah. to serve uh, the people that are working with you. Now, um, I'd love to talk about regions if we could, Jake. How do you allocate a region to a franchisee? We award, we call them territories, but we award our territories. So if you remember, I, I told you I interviewed people in the franchising world before I started. And, and yes. I said training was one big issue, but territory size was always another issue. Yeah. Um, and so we like to have large territories. And in fact, I'm proud to say we have the largest territories in the industry. Um, and it's, it's zip code based, and it's based off of the number of population within that zip code. So an average territory for us will be anywhere you know, 400 to 500,000 people in population. You can get as high as 625,000 people in population. And our primary goal is, while, you know, we want you to have full control of your brand name and your brand reputation within the, the metro area you serve. And so, you know, our goal is to, you know, for you to own that whole metro if possible. Um, you know, we have found sometimes that you know, if there's too many franchisees in a city or metro area, that can cause some problems. And so by offering the larger territory, we've eliminated or really limited that that concern. Yeah. And so our goal is while we want to have 150, 200, 300, 400, 500 locations, just like every other brand, we want that to be with like 50, 60, 70 franchise owners because we feel that there's, you know, we, we want to maintain that personal touch, that personal relationship, and the only way to do that is by having a smaller group of franchise owners. But we hope by providing that level of training, that level of support, and pushing you through, you're going to have that you know huge success in Territory 1, which is going to encourage you to buy the next territory that's next to you and then the next territory that's next to you. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I keep thinking to myself, if this was me, I'd like to know how long it's going to take for me to start seeing results, because at the end of the day, I'm buying into a business, so I need to get results. What's the typical turnaround from investment to return? You know, it's kind of a loaded question, and, and I, you know, I, I can't necessarily promise any type of performance yeah. by any means. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's so many factors on, on the person's ability you know, to grow, I would say that's one characteristic of a good franchise owner is not being afraid to do sales or getting out in the community and, and grow your business. Um, I would say average-wise, you know, you can break even in, I don't know, 9 to 18 months maybe. You know, I've Got seen it. less, yep. I've seen more. Which is know. quite common. Yep. You know, yep. and then, you know, I've seen anywhere from 2 to 5 years to where they make their money back. Um, yep. I've seen people not make their money back. So, um, I would hope, my hope and goal would be after two, two and a half years, you, you've made your money back and you're, you're, my hope is that you're, you're fairly profitable, but I, you know, it's hard to promise that. It's hard to promise that. Thank you very much for sharing and being open. I, I, I love to uh, go back to the services side that we spoke about earlier, because I know that there's a great deal of different things that you provide. Now, I'd like to just touch on, this is a non-medical in-home care only um, no, not only. Not only? Not only, no. So we do three things, typically. Um, we do non-medical in-home care, which yep. you mentioned. 
And there's a lot of franchise brands that that's all they do is that. Yep. Then we do what's called senior placement services, where we help people find the appropriate nursing home or assisted living to live in. And there's franchise brands that if you buy a franchise, you can buy a franchise that only does that also. So we're one of the rare, if not the only, um, brands that offers both franchise offering for the same price. Um, it's one franchise fee that you get both. Um, so those are two primary services we provide. And then the third service that we provide is really you know, based off of our, our approach to care and our philosophy to how we approach our community. But we provide uh, care, free care management and advocation services within our communities and the markets that we serve as well. Yeah, that's excellent. I'm loving this call. There's just so much to to take in, and um, you know, we've talked about the type of individual would be good uh, a good uh, good fit for this. Um, but I'd love to, if we could, um, talk a little bit about um, the I guess the application process and how you go about deciding. Hey, look, you know, I think this is going to work for you. So you know, the process that we have is you know we we first start by just having a casual conversation you know about what is the goal or the needs and what are they looking for for the for the potential franchise candidate. Then we roll into um, a little bit more about I have a presentation that talks about our training, our support, our core values, and our mission. And because it's really important to me that our franchise partners um, they really they need to believe in our core values and support our core values and our mission and our approach to care as well. Um, from there, then we go to you know a legal review process where we take a look at you know, what is required of you as a franchisee and what's required of me as a franchisor. Yep. And there's a there's a document called a, a franchise disclosure document that outlines all those things. And so we 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 um, I share that document with them. We talk about it. We go over it. Make sure that they're comfortable with it. The next step would be to we go over their territory. We build that territory together, and we take a look at the demographics and make sure that they're happy with the zip codes and geographically where they're at. And um, during that whole time, they're looking, they're going through their, their um, funding process if they need to get loans. And then, then we do a discovery day where we actually get to meet. Um, I like to meet as, uh, either early in the pro- whenever they want to meet. I can come out yeah. to them and meet them early in the process. But we do a discovery day where we get to meet in, meet in person. They can see a day in the life and really get to know every, you know, get to know the process and get to know the the team and make sure that they can, you know, they get a they get a good understanding, I guess, of that day in the life. So, with the franchise side of it, what year did that start again? We started we started the process of becoming a franchise in 2015. We started trying to sell franchises really in 2017. Fantastic. And um, where are the locations? I know that there's a, a long list of uh, locations at the moment. And what are your, uh, I guess, your plans for expansion? Um, you know, we our expansion plans are slow and controlled go. We, you know, we yeah. want, we don't need to onboard 10, 15, 20, 30 franchises a year. We want quality franchise partners who believe in what we do that we feel very strongly about. And we're going to be very selective as to the, the partners we bring on board. So, um, you know, we have currently eight franchise partners, um, and we have two corporate owned locations on top of that. So, we've got locations in um, we've got one in uh, New Haven, Connecticut. We have a diff- another franchise partner in um, Hartford, Connecticut. We've got in Sterling and Ruston, Virginia. 
we've got Nashville, Tennessee, we've got Orlando, Florida, we've got um, Denver, Colorado as a franchise, uh, we have a franchise there, Colorado Springs, Colorado, and Fort Collins, Colorado are all franchise locations. See, you can see here, this is uh, giving even more weight, more credibility to the work that you're doing. It's a real credit to you, Jake, I'm, I'm very excited for you. Now, I'd just love to uh, get your opinion on this. How do you think you're redefining franchising when compared to others in similar spaces? Um, I believe we do that through our partnership approach versus that hands-off approach a lot of franchises do, um, which, which includes all the training and hands-on support that we, we provide. Um, I also think that we do that through our territory size. Um, you know, we offer very large territories and when I first started doing that, I had competitors and even people in other industries telling me I was crazy for offering such large territories. <laughs> um, but it just it just fit with it what I works. personally believe in, you know, yep. and our approach. Um, yep. And then I think, you know, our, our, our franchise agreement um, is very franchisee friendly. And it was written to the point where I said to myself, if I was buying a franchise from someone, what would I want in a franchise agreement? What would I expect? And so, um, and so when uh, you know, throughout this process and all the people we worked with, you know, we've got a lot of compliments on our franchise, even from you know, franchise attorneys and stuff. They complimented us on how well written it was, and so I think all of that combined is how we're really kind of redefining how franchising is through our support system, you know, and, and just taking the mindset of thinking through the lens of a franchisee instead of thinking through the lens of a franchisor. Yeah, this has been a wonderful call. There's uh, just um, so much great insight that you've provided. I've learned a little bit about you and your family, the things you love to do, the services, the franchise opportunity. And if you're on this call today and you're excited as I am about uh, Talem Home Care Placement Services and you want to have a look into their franchise model, make sure you reach out to Jake and his wonderful team. With that being said, Jake, where are people going to find you if they want to connect with you? Our website is talemfranchising.com is for our franchising website. Our services website is uh, talonhomecare.com. Um, you can also call me at uh, our toll-free number is 833-TALON-HC, um, or you can find us on uh, Facebook and LinkedIn as well. That's excellent. Thank you once again, Jake. It's been a wonderful call. And if you're on this uh, call today and you're looking for those links, don't worry. I'll be making sure that those links are below this post. No matter where you uh, stumble upon this call, you will find the links back to Jake and his wonderful team. And with that, Jake, being said, thank you so very much for joining me on the My Future Business Show today. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call, then make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, share us with your friends and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. And if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.